Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from November the 23rd, 1991. It's myself and Doc, no Harper at the moment, supposed to be here. Doc, I want to throw it to you and ask how you're doing, and then I want to have a discussion about what happened today via text message with the three of us and how hard we work to try to make sure he's going to be here weekly and what happens when we're working hard? He thinks it's it's fucking laugh a lot factory and uh, deaf comedy jam through text message. But how are you? I'm doing great as always. I'm blessed. I feel like we're about to be a blessing. Um, I got to tell you, if I needed another kid, I'd adopt one. Please, please explain. This morning at eleven ten. I text in our group text eight o'clock tonight, Harper, <laughs> which also happens to be apparently the new time we're recording based on everybody's schedule. So, okay. Yeah. We're, you know, moving things around a lot last month, few months, to be honest, 13 minutes later, <laughs> we got a text from Harper. That wasn't a text as it was a meme. A meme. Yeah. A meme. Uh, I don't even remember the meme. I remember the second, it was, not the first one. Today, I heard a girl ask her dad why people say hang up the phone. And it's Matt Damon, I think, from Saving Private Ryan aging across the meme. Yeah, because he doesn't. Saying hang up is like an old person thing. So, okay. And then 11 minutes later, oh boy, he sends us another one. Yeah. It's a little boy. I, I, I don't know if this one's appropriate. Yeah, I don't know either, but I'm going to read it anyway. No, 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 no. It's terrible. It is really terrible. It's pretty it's terrible. foul against our Muslim friends out there. It's it terrible just... because it's a kid. That's why I'm saying Like, I get the joke, but it's a, it's a kid well, involved in our, this, man. Our Muslim friends have just finished Ramadan, and now we're going to hit them with Harper's jokes. It's terrible, man. <laughs> don't, so... Don't. It's terrible. I then come back 15 minutes after that and said, save the comedy for 8 p.m. And that's the last we've heard of him. So he swooped in to send us two memes, never once confirming, affirming, letting us know that he's like locked into the show and he's drifted off again. And now it's 8.03 
and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And then That's he's going to come on in a little bit acting like nothing happened or that it's our fault that we didn't wait for him or whatever. What y'all doing? Hey, what y'all doing? Well, we're recording. Oh, okay. And then something that happened random today, he's going to spout off about and want to discuss. And Hey, y'all watch Raw last night? No. We're talking or, about this one. Or I'll be in the middle of, you know, giving credit to our big-time patron contributors like uh, disrespectfully Marky Blassie, Mike Schroeder, Joe Ice, good old Justin, thanking them for their generous support on Patreon each and every month and basically being the sponsors of this show like I'm doing and right now. one of them an asshole. Or, uh, right, or he'll decide that, like, that's when he'll join in the middle of me doing that and then I can't finish it. You know the drill. I mean, it's what he does. How late did he show up last week for the thirty nine minutes? Thirty nine minutes. That's right. Right around that. Right around that mark. He yep. watched the show and then didn't get to review most of it because he was too late to be here. <laughs> I guess the ribs on him at that point. He's on. He's on. We just got the text. He's on. <laughs> it's sad. Four him. minutes. It's a new record. Four minutes. Let's see. Jeez. CJH, who that? Let's get him added. Let's get him thing. in the room. Yeah, buddy. It's mm-hmm. calling him now. It is calling him now. Oh, boy. We work hard to do this, man. There he is. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey. What's up, man? Nothing. Well, we already green? started. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we didn't. Say, we hi, didn't say hi to everybody, Harper. Hello. They had all your fans uh, out there. All right, guess what I bought? Oh, here it comes. I bought a Switch. A Nintendo Switch? Yeah, bro. You you really are a kid. <laughs> bro, they're fucking badass, dude. You pay you pay 50 bucks a month. I mean, a year and it has like a whole bunch of Nintendo Genesis, Super Nintendo, N64, Game Boy games. He just played fucking what? Oh, go ahead, no, go go ahead, continue. Yeah, continue. dude, it's 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 fucking badass. I just play his games, boom, right on the fucking TV, bro. It's fucking great. I, I've been playing the fuck out of like Super Mario Brothers. Then a friend of mine who works for Nintendo, he's a rep. He got me the two uh, retro controllers. It's like the old school Nintendo controllers. With the AB button, huh? Yeah. And the thing is, you can only buy them through Nintendo.com. You can't get them at Walmart or fucking Best Buy. So now you can play Contra. Oh, yeah. Contra. I've been playing all that shit, bro. Just reliving Little Harper's childhood, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. Y'all should get one. I still Doc, got my you, regular Nintendo. You see, yeah, so do I, but this is all fucking, it's all in one spot. Oh. Yes, Mike. Uh, You ain't got time to play a Switch, Doc. You're talking about you got a Nintendo. My kid has a Switch. Oh, oh does okay. He? How often do That's you play cool. it? Never. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm asking. Just like, nice. the VR, just like the VR headset he has. Those things are cool. But I mean I've only, I've never used them for personal stuff, only like work related. They're, they're only pretty, porno. 
What do you use it for work for? Porno. Kayfabe. Ixnay on the Xnay. I not, you know. Those like we're not here to hey. Those fucking VR uh, goggle things. If we wanted to talk about our real jobs, we wouldn't be doing this show. Yes, right. right. Two assholes at the bar drinking light beer and talking about our dumbass jobs. Yeah, Hopper, you you they those things can be used for work related functions. Uh, so what's oh, it like yeah. a zoo meeting and everyone's just fucking looking at each other? Uh, that Bro, could be working one on, everybody's working on getting rid of the people out of these jobs. That could be one way, sure. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if like twenty, thirty years and now, like the fucking uh the the fucking uh FedEx guy that's fucking running to your door is going to be a fucking robot, bro. Don't push it out that far. No, it, yeah, that, really? it's going to happen before then, bro. Yeah, dude. It, it's just, I, I'm just waiting to be like C3PO knocking on a fucking door. 20, fucking... 30 years from now, we'll already be enslaved. Yeah, okay. it's just, it's, by, it's by the robots, right? Here we go. Yeah, it's fucking, the robot. bro. I, I, I'm getting scared. You should. How do you plan to wage war against artificial intelligence? I'm just going to, well, I'm going to just hit them all with a super soaker and they're all going to short circuit. That's how the you worst part about it. this is the wrestling business will be dead too. Are there be fucking robots wrestling? I don't know if that's too appealing. I mean, bro, I'm at the, I mean, at the point now, I mean, who cares what the fuck they do, right? Because I don't know. I like some of it. Yeah, but I mean, it's at the point now where they do anything, and if you complain, it's you know, shut up, boomer, go watch Starcade. <laughs> We're not boomers. That's the funny part. No, but that's what they. <laughs> I mean, we fucking might as well beat to these assholes. That's true too. Well, he's got a point there with the young ones, <laughs> right? We are pretty damn ancient. No, right. here's my problem with it going away. It, then. Nobody owns a well, and who owns a library at that point? Well, we'll be too busy working all day for our robot overlords to be able to watch wrestling. That's yeah, true. That's true. It's gonna be like Terminator. We're gonna yeah. go back in time with fucking Reese. We're gonna have to kill uh the guy that invented Pong. Mm. What, what was the guy's name? Steve something? Steve uh Steve yeah. I can't remember. Steve, yeah. Steve uh, Doc. Hey, Doc. I want to. What? No, no, you want me to read us. the five star review? Yeah, I was going to say, let's do the five star review that we, we uh, you know, can. Uh, well, you know, we've been. We, we have not been in front of our people in a while uh, recording. Now, the shows keep coming out on schedule, but last week in real time was uh, the Clash of Champions. Harper joined us for most of that. Um, but we got a five-star review this week. This dates back a couple of weeks in real life to April 7th. It's Guy1088. Who, do we know who this is? Long-time listener. That's all I know. But I don't know, like, Twitter right, handle. Well, thanks, Facebook Guy. Yeah. Five stars. Um, amazing. Great. Amazing. I work driving around the state of Indiana. Sorry to hear that. Listen wow. to each episode twice now, and also being a patron is the best ever. Love listening to all the episodes on there, too. Thank you for being the best three-man booth in the business. That's right. Right, That's damn it. the truth. Uh, Guy, thank you for being a patron, and thank you for that great five-star review. Facts don't uh, care about your feelings. We are the best three-man booth in the business. And You know, Guy, 
Guy is French for Bill. Wait, what? what? Guy. You mean Gee? No, it's Guy. All right. Is it, it Guy? If there's one thing that Mike, happens this, on the show, it's Harper will pull out a because random fact. A friend fact. of mine is named Guy. <laughs> and some people call him Bill. I said, why the fuck did some of these assholes call you Bill, but you named Guy? I was like, well, Guy is French for Bill. That's why they call me Bill. I was like, okay. You know, the beautiful thing about uh, the machine yeah, about okay, to take hold over. On, hold on. Is that Hold you on. can Google this in real time? <laughs> yeah. Guy, he's not French wrong, but for Bill Guillaume, Guillaume, Gian, Gian Sanders. It's you settle down. It is the French equivalent of William? Oh, See? Okay, okay. See, I'm smart. It says it's it's of old Germanic German. origin. German, yeah. Ger, I don't know. I, I now I'm like Hopper. Germanic or origin. See? Okay. Well, see, there you go. The beauty of Google. The machines are going to take over. And <laughs> That's all you're right. going to have to do, they're going to implant the thing in your brain, and we're, we're going to be having this discussion for and, the last two and a half minutes. And now we're all going to get ads for Grey Poupon on our phone because we're Bruh, talking. Jesus Christ. These phones are listening. I'm telling you, they are listening. Bro, they, they are, are definitely they, listening. My they wife. Listen when they're off. My wife said something to me the other day, and not even two minutes later, there's an ad for the product that I know I've never Googled, would never want to Google. And I'm she like, said wrong hole, and then you got a lube. Oh, no. Ad, right. Okay, Faye, brother. Um, <laughs> anyway, hey, we do have one other five star review. I got to applaud this uh, gentleman, best Dave ever. On, uh, oh, yeah. He's, po- a, he's, on- a, he's a strong listener of the show. Not to imply yeah. that. Guy earlier wasn't, but I don't. No, they're guys a patron and Dave's a patron. So there you go. We love the patrons. Everybody so, else is the one that's sketchy. Best Dave ever. This has got to be like his seventeenth review. So I appreciate it. He says if you, if you like your wrestling spelled wrestling r a s s l i n, your humor dirty and no ads every seven minutes, and this is the podcast mm. for you. I found the show in the fall of two thousand nineteen and have been hooked ever since. Doc, Mike, and Harper truly do it old school and call it in a ring, which makes them the goats of podcasting. Others mm. have tried, but no one, and I mean no one, covers old school better than BTT. He's got to be on his seventh pass or eighth pass through our Smoky Mountain episodes. That's, That's called Sweet. dedication. I so miss that shit, bro. Hey, I want to go. I want to go to Harper. Said before we go to the, the, the WCW show this week. I don't want to go to what Harper said. He said he missed Smoky Mountain wrestling. Elaborate, please, Hopper. I just wish fucking Cornette would have took all the fucking Ruben's fucking money and said, fuck you, and just kept this shit going. Damn. <laughs> ah. Well, I just, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, Dirty White Boy and Tracy Smothers. You were tired of it at the time. Well, I mean, towards the end. Well, yeah, the last. Yeah, right. Started running out of gas. Yeah, the last fifteen episodes, I, I, it it got rough. Yeah, I mean they they just they were the 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 you could just see the downhill decline was just the sparks coming off where they were hitting the road and the yeah yeah the boulder started rolling down the hill and when that happens, man, you need a lot more. 
And now you remember, I don't think it was. I think Ruben just, you know, basically pulled the plug. He's like, all right, well, you know, we tried. And then to Cornette's credit, he tried to keep going. He didn't just stop once Ruben wasn't, you know, fine, you know, backing him anymore. He tried to keep going and, you know, he, he held on as long as he could. And if you listen, if you believe his story about he didn't recoup his money until he sold the library to WWE. Yeah. Which is crazy because if he wouldn't have sold the library to WWE, he could have all those episodes on YouTube right now and he'd probably be making more money than what he sold it for. Mm, that's true, huh? But the the point is, he didn't... I mean, he tried... He tried to keep going, but Doc, you know, you and I asked him when he was on the show the first time, we were like, if you, you know, do you regret starting it in 92? What if you start in like 94 and you make it into 96 when the business pops again? And he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't remember his exact response, but it's like, you know, there were no signs that the wrestling business was going to explode. But you do have to wonder if he does keep going and can make it, you know, cause they shut down Thanksgiving 95. If he does keep going and they get into 96, when things do explode, I mean, does... so here's, here's, here's the only problem with that. Whether he was contracting or if it starts exponentially growing and you try to scale it, not to sound like Bischoff here, but you start trying to scale it. he, needed people he could delegate to and at the what it sounded like is is by the end he was stressed he was frazzled and it was him and hildebrandt doing everything he needed more hands on deck so unless he was going to figure out a way to find somebody that he could delegate to and feel comfortable with there's always a limited shelf shelf life before you burn yourself out oh yeah corny doesn't strike me as the type who is an easy delegator. Like he's got to really <laughs> trust, trust the person, like really, yeah. really trust the person. And it would have to be, I mean, there would have to be folks, multiple people that he could trust to handle the things that you're talking about. I, I, I do agree. And like you said, cause if you're growing like that, you got to scale, but I have no doubt. Like I remember the Indies during that time frame Cause I was on the Indies when, when it popped, um, talking about the just wrestling business. And WCW was hot. WWF was hot. Like ECW was hot. And people were like, well, what does that have to do with the Indies? Man, the Indies that I remember working for, it was a lot more people than what you saw once things cooled down in the early 2000s. I mean, there were there were some really hellified crowds. The St. Bernard Civic Center, Harper, I've seen that one with the balcony, the second balcony packed. Yeah. So, for an indie show, I'm mean, just a just a regular indie show. No, no, no ECW, WWF, WWE, none of that. So, I I mean, I think there is something too if if they hold on and can make it in '96 when the wrestling business pops, then you can you know at that point, Doc. You know, I think one of Cornette's things was you know he he only had what's he always say he only had like two big towns um, with you know Knoxville and um, and Johnsonville whatever. Um, he needed he needed more big towns. I think I think they end up maybe expanding. Then you have another issue. Is it really Smoky Mountain Wrestling at that point? You know, um, 
because then you you're expanding so you're you're kind of regional and you really don't want to be regional although you don't really need to go too far at the same time it's you know you're bigger than what your little territory is if you really do grow, well but and the other point it's, is you're gonna have to face the change in tv what oh do you yeah mean? Like with that explosion of the business, the real explosion of cable. But no, you gotta because at, you know they were they were still paying what the local stations that they had deals with or whatever. So I mean, yeah, if it's like I, I don't want to say ECW did it right, but like ECW was on cable stations. Um, so I uh, you know. Again, ECW ends up shutting down, so that's not a good example. But is that kind of what you mean, Doc, when you're talking about the TV where they got to expand? Yeah. And not just be local? I'm saying that it would have been easier for Corny, but Corny has to do something different, too. Yeah. And and when I say – I'm not talking about when ECW was on TNN. I'm talking about – I mean, Harper, it was on – what channel was it on in New Orleans? It was Cox 10. Yeah, it was on Cox 10. Yeah, that was a shit channel. That was basically the – Public access. Right, right. So, so you'd have to, you know, I just kind of, I think about it from that like point of view when we're talking about the TV, like I'm not saying it had to be on USA, but he's got to be more than on just a Fox, whatever channel that was in Knoxville or these, these towns where they had the TV on. So Look, I remember I mean, talking got, to uh, Joel when it was about when ECW was on TNA, he said there was words you couldn't say, you couldn't say hate. They had a whole list of words. That's that twenty five years ago. Yeah, you couldn't say the word hate. Yeah, like, they, I hate you. That deal. I've heard Heyman talk about the TNN deal. It, it like that. That's a lot. It that actually just went completely against going what ECW was. I mean, I look. I, I'm, I'm the blood and violence is what I'm talking you're about. Desperate, bro. Yeah. For yeah, real. but when you got to take a TV deal, you got to take a TV deal. So. My anyway. mouth is a mouth. Oh, come whoa, on, Hopper. We just, it, yeah, everything comes back to that, right? Yeah. All right, well, um, Doc, we got to get going. I'm going to um, I'm gonna share this in a second. But before we do so, I want to remind everyone, uh, we covered the last Clash of the Champions. It was a great one and lots of, lots of, lots of fun. We figured out who was stalking Sting with the boxes. We got new tag team champions. We're going to get into that shortly. The only way you can check out all of our Patreon shows, which include The Clash, is by going to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt, a great way to support the show and get tons of extra content. And I want to shout out some new patrons, returning patrons, Keith M., Barncat Milo, Necro H., Wade R., Ron V., Rick P., and Scott S., who is a current patron, bumped up to hall of fame level on that note doc i'm gonna get the video version going because you should be able to see my screen now and we will start talking about november the 23rd of 1991 wcw saturday night on tbs this is one of the more timely tapings that we've kind of seen what i mean by that is the clash was on november the 19th 1991 so this was taped just three days after at center stage on uh, the 20, the clash wasn't on the 19th. What am I saying? I forget what day. It was just a couple days after on November 20th. This was taped. 
So here we are just three days after that. So this is kind of timely when you talk about sometimes we do these clashes or we do these pay-per-views and then we're getting, you know, lame duck tapings for a couple of weeks. Well, not this time. 775 people are in attendance. If you believe the history of WWE.com, the intro is slightly cut off. We immediately see the new world tag team champions, Ricky Steamboat and Dustin Rhodes. Yes, Steamboat is back, and we break it all down on Patreon, like I was saying, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Doc, the first match, Dustin Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat versus Bob Cook and Mike Thor. Uh, Jim Ross says, them winning the, the world tag titles is one of the most exciting moments I've ever seen. If that's not hyperbole. I don't know what is. Doc, what do you have from this first opening match? Harper, how much of this did you get watched? Uh, None of it. The first five seconds that we just watched. Okay. Yeah, Steamboat. There he is. Look, yeah, I saw the part where he starts clapping his hands. (laughs) All right. Proceed, Doc. You can do play by play for the next hour and 32 minutes. There he goes. Nice deep arm drag. Another deep, deep arm drag. Well, that leads me to my first point, which is. Steamboat is so fast, but he's also so smooth at the same time. And I know that's been said over and over again, but it's nice to appreciate. And he still looks great, dude. Great. He was on the, uh, we watched, I think it was, was he on the Iron Sheet documentary? Or or was that the Dusty one? He was on one of them. And I was like, man, look how great he looks. Yeah, he 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 is not aging at all. Uh-uh. He's it just looks like he takes care of himself and he is not I mean, you can tell he's getting older, but he just still looks good. Yeah. His body still looks good. He's got his hair. Yeah. Is I mean, he he's Asian? a little gray. Is he Asian? Doc, you want to answer that question? I'm not planning to, no. <laughs> what? I just I was just wondering. This is what I want y'all to do. DM Hardbody Hopper, because he's the one that wants to know that answer. Yeah. He's gonna get mad at you. And then he's gonna say, I got Google too, motherfuckers. <laughs> to which then people will say, Well, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Doc, what else you got from this one? We talked about this at the Clash last week with the patrons, but just so many stars, and you got young talent and stars. I feel like we ought to be doing better than maybe we are. Yeah. Well, we're going to see the... the, the de- I don't know to call it debut... The announcement of uh, a hell of a faction later in this show, which really does emphasize the stars um, that they have. We'll get to that towards the end of the show, though. Well, let me just tell you this. We just saw it. That was a hell of a bulldog to finish. Yep. That was Dustin nice gets looking. tagged in, hits Cook with the bulldog, Steamboat and Rhodes win in their first title defense on TV with the world tag team titles. On that note, we go to commercial. Defense? No. Uh, I didn't take a note to see if it was. I said it was their first time. Well, I should have said their first time on TV with the titles. 
uh, since the clash. I mean, they didn't say it was non-title. Look, Doc. Dude, they had to be non-title, bro. Who the fuck were those guys? That's even more reason to make it for the title. Mike Thor and Bob Cook. Yeah. Well, after they win, we need to go to Rhodes and Steamboat here. Uh, they've got some words to say because there were some there was some controversy at the clash over how the titles were won because Steamboat wasn't supposed to be in the match. It was supposed to be Barry, but Barry was hurt. Steamboat made his debut, took his place. We break it all down on Patreon. But let's go to the promo here with Dustin Rhodes and Ricky Steamboat with Jim Ross at ringside. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. And on behalf of these great fans here at Center Stage and all of you at home, I want to congratulate these two men on becoming the new World Tag Team Champions. And Ricky, a special welcome back to WCW for you. Hallelujah! Right. You know something, Jim? The night that we won the championship, just as soon as we got back to the locker room, a cloud had settled over our victory. We had heard that Anderson and Zabisco had submitted a complaint to the WCW committee in reviewing the contract and also the, the tape, the film, the match of that night. Well, it didn't work, did it, Anderson? It didn't work, did it, Zabisco? You've guys got to fess up to us now because the committee, the people here everywhere, including Dustin and myself, are going to stay the world tag team champions. Dustin, you got a big night this Thursday night in the Omni. Well, that, first of all, was the greatest night in my short professional wrestling career, becoming the World Tag Team Champions, along with Ricky Steamboat. But Arn Anderson, there's a Bisco. You want these belts back? Thanksgiving night, you pallies, come and get them, because we get them now. Let's go get ready for the Omni. All right. Get ready for the Omni. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what a big night it's going to be Thursday night in the Omni. And we'll have more action right after you see the top ten. We're going to see you at the Omni, Pally. Pally. That sounds like Steven Javorski, man. Uh, what'd you think about that, Doc? It was all right. I mean, it was a little baby face promo. We we aren't here for a lot of baby face promos. We're here for the shit talk. That's right. Yeah. Agree. We're going to get some of that later in this show for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Lots of it. Um, well, PM News is there at number 10. He's still around. Yeah. He's coming on. Everything. Okay. Uh, Rick Rude. We'll talk about that shortly. Third. He lost the title. He lost the title. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah, it's true. Anyway, Luger's still the champion, though. More on that later as well. We go to the next match. It is PN News versus Pat Rose. We get a little rap from News before the match starts. The dude is hilarious. Johnny B. Bad. Joins JR on commentary. Bad says he loves news now and they are friends. And he says, I just love that big old bear. Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, Johnny is now a baby face, just for the folks who don't know. What's up, girl? Jesus, Harper. Yo, baby. Yo, bear. Oh, oh. Nice little white kid. He wants an right. instant family. Just add. Wait, what? What? I don't know what's wrong with y'all, but news is rapping. The crowd is into it as usual. And uh, Doc, let me go to you. I do have a timestamp from this one that I need to play for Harper because it is uh, magnificently bad as news does some dick dancing in the corner. Well, I've decided that PN News is as bad at rap as Hammer is at hair metal. 
No, that's no. an insult to news. No, what do you? I, I think PM News is a better rapper. Than did Van you say Hampton. PM News? Yes, he did. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's... you mean PM Dawn. PM Dawn. Yeah. Remember that, Mike? I do remember them. Yes. Sing it, okay. Hopper. Hopper, watch this. PN News is about to attempt a head scissors takeover. I need you oh, to watch no. this. Here it comes. Here it comes. Hold on. Just keep watching. Keep watching. Just keep watching. Here it is. It's about to happen. Look at this. Here uh, we go. Oh, no. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> it looked like a tub of shit just falling over. Oh, boy. I don't know, but I'm still telling you that we need Johnny B. Bad to do Tammy's tips with PN News. Ugh, while, no. while he's sitting there eating <laughs> a bucket of chicken. I <laughs> look like the jalapeno roll. I don't know why he even tried it. I really don't. I don't know why he tried that. Maybe Dusty <laughs> was ribbiting. Maybe he's uh, like... The big old fat boy can't do no Frankenstein. <laughs> you got to become a patron just to see that what we just watched. It was just so bad. So, so bad. Anyway, um, I've noticed this for several weeks now. I think I just don't know the first time JR said it. It seems to no longer be called the broken record when news comes off the top rope. It's now called the rap master splash. Oh, just okay. just making a point. Yeah. Anyway. Great. Johnny B. Bad was loving it, watching that big old bear. Him and News of Friends, he tells us again. And then we get some more rapping at the end. Doc, any other thoughts on this one? God, look at that rat tail. Dude, <sighs> it's bad, ain't it? Jesus Christ. If you ever thought that he wasn't black, that's when you know. Because what of a, the rat tail? Because of a fucking rat tail. <laughs> why you hated did, rat tails when you were younger. Why that, bro? I don't know. I never had one, and I know you did. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah, twisted (laughs) though. I don't understand. Like, who's like, bro? This is gonna look badass. I'm gonna get this one little piece of hair and just grow it out. Somebody gets a second mirror so they can see it, and then hits the RVD pose on it. (laughs) Harbury, you remember when the kid? It wasn't a rat tail, but you remember when the kids just. Like the all the little white kids had like a tail in the back, not the rat tail like that, but it like, was like the actual. A strip. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I don't. I don't. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. So what's worse, the mullet or a rat tail? A rat tail is the worst. All right. I, I mean, mean it's called a rat tail. That, like you think about that in terms of wrestling, that's actually huh, a rat tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Rat ass. Okay, let's keep the show moving. We co we go to commercial. We come back. We go to the WCW magazine with Eric Bischoff, and they cover a lot of what happened with Sting, Luger, and Rude. They show a replay of Sting being jumped by Luger, who, like I said earlier, was the man behind the attacks. Uh, we discussed that on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. This led to Sting being injured. Sting went to the hospital with an injured knee, but Sting stole an ambulance and drove it back to the clash so he could wrestle Rude 
But Rude beat him due to some shenanigans with Paul Lee. And Rude is the new U.S. heavyweight champion at this point. So there's that. Again, we broke it all down on Patreon. That was a quick synopsis of it. Doc, any thoughts on WCW the magazine right there? Um, I do like the fact that they show the, the Clash stuff. Oh, you like replays this week? Well, no, I think it's smart. I didn't. I mean, I I skipped past it, but I think it's smart to show the Clash stuff because it's on free TV anyway. And I, if I were them, because back then they weren't, you know, this you can't think in terms of a library. Why not put on like a pay per view match from the last pay per view right before the next pay per view? So you're like, if you want to see shit like this, you gotta you gotta pay up. Yeah, like a little Hold. free sample. Hold that thought, because I guarantee you, come February, they're going to do some shit that you're going to be like, I don't even know why we're trying to review this show. Oh. Because it's a whole show of what you just asked for. Well, I quit. Okay. Exactly. Uh, Any other thoughts on the replay? How many people just said, man, I could fucking fill in for Doc. He's a fucking (laughs) shithead. I'm going to tell Mike. I'm going to tell Mike, it's my job, but I'll send him a demo tape. Yeah. And I'll fuck dog, dude. Fuck that motherfucker. I'm tired of his shit anyway. Fucking white boy. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Next time, don't call Crockett. Call me. Uh, um. <laughs> all the Sparks and Half Pints all got their little wieners hard because they thought they were about to get the call up. Back to the Myers, bitch. Half pipe did. I don't know about Sparks. <laughs> Half pipe certainly did. Half pipe has I one die. more. He's got I one die. more chance <laughs> to I do die. the NFL with us. Hey, Doc. <laughs> if he picks <laughs> his team again, he's done. Hey, Doc. I was talking to Jeff. Who's Jeff, Half pipe? You know, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, oh we're on a first name basis, Half pipe. Okay. What you need to do is call up Malik Willis and tell him how to play football. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Boy, he's got QB problems and he wants to DM me. All right. Let's keep moving. Um, yeah, but hold that thought about wanting to see no, previous no, no. pay per view matches. I need you to go back to something, Mike. I need what you, you need to, go to go back, back to 2910. All right. We need to see, see what's up here. What was Check. that? I don't know. That's Hook. That's okay, I'm not movie. worried about Hook. Okay, great. I'm talking about what comes next. I remember seeing that at, at Dollar Store. At Look Dollar at this. Store. The Rhythm and Blues. Oh, it's one of them like CD the, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but. What about it? Which, how no, many I of these songs do you know, Mike? I know them all. Sing it. Lil Milton. No, I'm not Johnny singing Taylor, it. I'm not like you. The keeper. Isaac Hayes, I stand accused. <laughs> Ain't nothing like the love we got. Should <laughs> uh, be read Big Boss Man. Did there you, you ever go. take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> There's one on here is the old one that Shivani used to sing called Stroking. Remember that? The one they have at weddings? I don't know. I'd be the St. James Infirmary. Man, they got some good stuff on here. ZZ Hill. Oh, Lattimore. 
There it is. Yeah. Clarence Carter stroking. There it is. Oh, yeah. Clarence yeah, Carter. Yeah. Clarence Carter. Every goddamn wedding, they got to play that song. Oh, my God. Every one of them. Let's see. If my they... shit ain't tight enough, you can stick it up my woo. I've right, been stroking. <laughs> Everybody starts laughing. Fucking assholes. <laughs> He's not wrong. But look at that. Allow four to six weeks for delivery. Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Jackson, Mississippi. Rhythm and blues. All right, Doc. Uh, can we keep going now? Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I figured that would bring back some good memories for you, Mike. Cactus Jack versus Rick Ryder. Before the match, they show a replay of the clash with Cactus versus Van Hammer and Cactus using Van Hammer's guitar against him and winning. Uh, Cactus ends up hitting a double arm DDT. He wins this thing easily. After the match, Cactus throws Ryder outside, goes to, the tr- to drop the elbow. But before he can do so, Van Hammer ruins our day and stops Cactus from doing the elbow drop, which is actually a very heel move and not a babyface move, if you ask me, because the fans want to see Cactus do that move. Anyway, uh, and then they brawl to the back. You know, leave it to Van Hammer to ruin everything. That guy's gonna want to come after us, man. If he who Van is he Hammer, because we is he gonna we bury him on this show. Pick, is he gonna pick up Tim Horner on the way? Oh God, that would be hilarious. Tim Horner will show up in his cowboy hat with his with his uh, non-electric guitar, acoustic guitar, and then Van Hammer's gonna show up with his guitar. What are they gonna do? Hammer and Horner, shameless. Jesus Christ, Doc, you just hit on something. Hammer and Horner. That's a hell of a tag team name. Double H. No, no double, double H. No one wants to see them. Yeah, so that's that. Anyway, any thoughts on Van Hammer and uh, Cactus? God, uh, this guy, he nah. he makes me mad, bro. He's just terrible. <laughs> Why? Come on. He's so bad. He's a rock he, star. Harper, Harper, you remember? <laughs> Harper, remember how you used to get mad at you used to get mad at Tim Horner? His promos are so bad. You, oh my God, this guy's terrible. But the thing about Horner, I, I say this all the time. At least it was so bad we could laugh at it, and yeah. it entertained us in the wrong way. Nothing about Van Hammer is entertaining at all. Yeah, Boogie, nothing about you says true. computer or technology. He's okay. got the look, bro. He did he have the look in '91 as a hair metal guy? I mean, no. no, what no I'm saying is no. like he has the physique. He's got the tan. Okay. Yeah, I get that. He had the physique. Okay, he got the tan, but he's not fantastic, and all of his hammerheads ain't coming to see him. Hammer, 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 hammer. So bad. Well, all right, we come back from commercial, and we got the Young Pistols versus the Freebirds. This is like a blast from the past. We're rewinding time here with these two teams. They feuded forever when the Pistols were the Southern Boys. Remember when they first came to the promotion? Um, remember that, Doc? Yeah. But now the Birds are the, shit. Right, right. The Birds are the faces, and they're partying in the stands with the fans, and the uh, Young Pistols are the heels. That's, this is what the fuck? What? what is what is heelish about the Young Pistols? I don't know. They ain't even been in Wyoming. Yeah, they're both good-looking young guys. They right, great smiles. Uh, dude, Mikey and DFW sent me something on Twitter, and it is glorious. And I'm not sure when it takes place, but it's like on main event or worldwide. I'm gonna look for it before we're done at the end of this show, and I'm gonna play it for y'all. Tracy Harper, you might have saw it because I put it on Facebook. 
Tracy Smothers' promo is ridiculous in this pro. Like, I think he says Kyle eats the cabbage, but they say some other stuff that's just what the piss am I listening to? <laughs> um, you know what I'm talking about, Harper? Did did, you, did I put it on Facebook? I don't know. I had to play it, Doc. It's glorious. I don't think we're gonna see it on on Saturday night. That's why I'm gonna have to play it. But all right, Doc, what do you have from this? I, I um, no, no, no. Listen. No, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just trying to throw it to you so we can get moving. I'm listening. This was a hell of a good match. And we've seen it a bunch. And so I was like, really? We're going to do this again? This was good. Well, it was real old why school. Is, I can tell you that much. Why is Tracy getting the crap? Oh, wait. Um, oh, there it is. Yeah, why that's like Tracy uh, at, at the Wildcats shows when he's a heel. I don't know. Yeah. He wasn't cursing here, though. Oh, yeah. So, I think Garvin... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I think Garvin may have a cycle in him here. He looks good. Oh, yeah, he does there. look... Oh, yeah. What the fuck? All right. I, I, yeah. I don't know what happened, but uh, all of a sudden, he's looking a little bit more jacked. <laughs> At one point, right around here, might have been right there, mm-hmm. Tracy mouthed, I'm the best wrestler alive. Uh, he's having fun, man. He's having fun. He's getting in there. If you he never saw Tracy shucking, he might be jiving. He's working. Um, Freebirds were working hard. They looked inspired. Look at Garvin. Jesus, Damn, he looks dude. like a damn road warrior in there. I think that's the uh, biggest that we've seen him. I, I can't explain it, man, because he went from looking flabby to having a physique inside of two weeks, man. He's like the Barry yeah. Sanders type shit. I mean, it's uh, like he died or something. <laughs> Forty-four thirty. Okay, what are we looking for? I think there's some Tracy Dick dancing. You know what? Damn, That's a great. Dude. Let's go back to it. All right, we got forty-four twenty-five. Oh yeah, yeah. Tracy's about to. Go. There it is. Mm, he does oh, that yeah. wiggle thing where he's flapping his arms and shaking his yeah. <laughs> he's showing you how the cow eats the cabbage, motherfucker. He's showing you how the cow <laughs> eats the cabbage. <laughs> he's like a duck on a motherfucking June bug. I wish Tracy was alive. I'd text him or call him like, hey, exactly what is the cow eating the cabbage? I was driving through the country this weekend and saw some cows in a field and almost told my kid, hey, there's your family, until I realized that it's a that I was in his family. But that's what Tracy would do. <laughs> All right. Um, can I get forty five oh three? Well, we're we're right there on it. That was forty five oh three. Is that a woman in the crowd? Come with on. the glasses? Yeah, looks I like couldn't one. tell. Yeah, that's we... a, yeah, that's that's a woman. Is it, is it or is that a they? But I can't tell the age. I can't tell. If she that's looks a like woman. a granny. It's a girl, she... man. You could tell. Is it a girl? Yeah. Man, you can't oh, yeah, assume that. Yeah, no, girl. you can't assume that. Come that's on. A gr- that's Bro, a girl. Okay, this isn't this isn't Saturday Night Live in 1991 with its Pat segment, okay? Uh-huh. Bro, can you imagine if they did that today? <laughs> Nuclear <Bruh>. heat. Jesus <laughs> Lord. They would get I pulled would... off the air, and it would be the old test pattern signal with the different rainbow colors. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, cause they and dude, they didn't hold punches back back then with it. 
that, that segment used to be raw. Like it was just nasty. Man, these man. guys are working hard. Look at that. Garvin looks like he's ready for Guns a run. A few cycles. <laughs> I don't know if it, like I was like trying to figure out is it the shadowing? Is it the darkness? Like no. what why does he look so jacked? But he looks jacked. And he looks thinner. His yeah, like his shoulders are really like, you know, defined and even his core looks good, man. It's like, dang, you know, he looks good. All right, well, Garvin was taking the heat, and he makes the tag to Hayes. And after a double, uh, after a double bump, um, the crowd is really into this. They're cheering for the birds, man. They're, they're getting a lot of cheers. All four guys are in the ring. Garvin gets Garvin gets booted in the face. Hayes is then being double teamed. Smothers hits the finisher on Hayes, but the ref is distracted. Um, Hayes was never officially tagged back in. Even Jim Ross on commentary says as Armstrong and Garvin are, are, um, are fighting and the refs are trying to break them up, that Garvin is the legal man. Hey, JR kept saying that, um, Hayes rolls up, uh, smothers and the Freebirds eventually win though. But, but Hayes Garvin was the legal man and not Hayes. So everything was airtight brother. Here it is. Uh, on the roll-up. They did hit their finisher on Hayes, but uh, Hayes ends up uh, getting a roll-up and winning. And there's that. Doc, any other thoughts? Hey, man, we just didn't let everybody in the ring running around at all times back then. We knew who the legal man was. Dude, them old-timers will tell you anything and everything to make you believe Come that on. nothing Look at those right hands. Was that Armstrong or some other? I think it was Armstrong. All right. Well, Doc. That was better than than it had a right to be. It was a whole lot better. Yeah. The funny part is I guess it technically is different, though, because the roles were reversed. One was, you know, they were faces and heels, and now they're, you know, it flipped. So I guess there is something to it, and. You know, I say this about Tracy's mother. He was a hell of a baby face in Smoky Mountain, but he also knew how to be a great heel. He well, could go, he he could do it. Hide the rats because this looks like Mike Piazza's Piazza's little brother. Damn, yeah, it does, huh? Let's go now to we go to commercial and come back, and we go to Jr. Who is uh, in the studio? I don't see you in the studio behind the green green screens behind him, interviewing Marcus Bagwell. Uh, let's hear from him. If you remember on the clash, we were told we would hear from him, but he wasn't on it. And we were not sure if it was cut out or not. But anyway, we finally hear from him with Jr. Here it is. Unto TBS and world championship wrestling. In just a few moments, I'll be sending it back to the ring for six man tag team competition. But right now I'd like to spend a few moments with a very promising rookie here in WCW. He's Marcus Alexander Bagwell. And for the fans that didn't see the clash of champions this past Tuesday, Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, Jim, I went to Sprayberry High School in Marietta, Georgia, and I played football and baseball and amateur wrestled throughout high school. And one of my all-time dreams was to be a professional wrestler, and now I've got my chance. I know that before we went on the air, we talked about one of your goals in professional wrestling was to wrestle right here on TBS. You've been watching it all your life. What are some of your other professional goals? Well, like you said, I've been watching all my life, and one of my main goals is to be the heavyweight champion. But right now, my steps are going to be the light heavyweight title and even the uh, U.S. title, maybe. Well, also, ladies and gentlemen, this young man, as you know, has been training with Mike Graham and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, when do you think you're going to be ready to debut here in WCW? Well, I'll tell you what, Jim, Dustin and Mike have been two great help. I mean, they've helped me out a lot. I've learned a lot from them. But in the next couple of weeks, I think I will be ready. 
Fans, we look forward to seeing the WCW-TBS debut of Marcus Alexander Bagwell, a local youngster that wants to make it big in WCW from Marietta, Georgia, and Sprayberry High School. And right now, fans, let's go back to the ring and our ring announcer, Rhubarb Jones. Bruh, he is all shucks. Yeah. Hey, back at Sprayberry High School, you know, I play baseball and basketball. I like to let sluts, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus. Got a couple girls pregnant. Okay. Don't say nothing. Seriously, come on. Don't say that. You don't know that to be true. None of this is real. Okay. All right. Uh, any thoughts on Mr. All Shucks here, Doc? Hide the rats, bro. Bro. shit if you played sports in high school, bro? JR does. Bruh. No, that's it. I mean, in high school, he's one of Hold us. On. He's a good old boy. He came yeah. from the same shit as us. Oh sh- I, hell, I played, I played high school yeah. football. Maybe I'll get into wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Hubbard, you got this. Is the era where I think people were thinking that stuff still really mattered. So, and that was like the whole white meat baby face thing to do even if it was just high school but for this particular thing is he's like not only a good old boy but he's a hometown boy you know he's in in georgia and this mm. promotion is based in georgia so that's what that's all about that oh. so when you say who gives a shit i mean that was what he was just a white meat baby face to them and that was one of the way they were trying to build him up now i'll leave it up to the people who were young enough to tell me if that made them a fan it didn't make me a fan of them not that i hated them or anything but you know okay uh after that promo we come back and we got the york foundation morton rich and taylor they are the six-man champs yes those belts are still around okay we don't talk about it much but they're the six-man champs taking on arachna man and big josh and z-man now the harper i want you to keep watching i want you to watch when Arachna Man gets in the ring. Cause he man, he jizzes over everything, man. Well, here it comes. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Mr. Peanut he, strikes again. He shot. That's not silly string this time, though. That's like uh It's like real material. Think, yeah, like I thought that was like I don't know, I was gonna call it confetti, but that's technically not confetti. It was just like paper strands that shot out. <laughs> look at that he can't, Brad can't get it off of him oh he boy sh- look, look, look at how much stuff came out Doc did you not pop when you saw that it's certainly something <laughs> somebody in the back like Pillman's like yeah I'm gonna do that same thing later tonight back at some apartment come on I'm gonna wink at some kid looking through the crib it's yeah. <laughs> still a hot wheel in there dude that's that story will never get old. He's plowing some single mom. And the two-year-old is looking through the crib bars. And Pillman winks at him. What the hell is wrong with him? That is so dirty, man. Harper, how great is it? How great is it for you to be with some old lady that doesn't have kids? It's, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I bet. But here's the thing about that story. You think that's the first guy that kids saw p- 
plowed through his mom. <laughs> Jesus. I hadn't, honest, given it, so, it, like, I hadn't given it any additional thought, Hopper, to be honest Pillman, with you. Pillman pulls out, you know, Pillman's in, Pillman's in there plowing, and the kid pulls out his little pocketbook and licks his pencil and puts it on the I forget. Uh, I forget the story. I got to make the diagonal line across the other four. <laughs> I forget the story. I forget if the kid was like a year and a half old or two. But dude, the kid, the kid don't know what's going on, and Pillman knows that, so he winks at him. Bro, that's just dirt. <laughs> what's wrong with wrestlers, bro? You tell me. What What is the problem, man? Come on. Well, it's one step up from the mafia, and nothing is real. <laughs> but everything was airtight, brother. Yeah. All right. Okay, we got some six-man tag action, Doc. We got Arachnaman, Big Josh, and Z-Man versus the York Foundation. Did this get the old fast-forward from you, or what oh, happened? A lot, here? a lot. Really? Yeah. You didn't? You weren't trying to go through this, huh? Mm-mm. All right. So would you like me to recap the finish for you, then? I guess. I'm just asking before I go to it. I, I didn't know if you had some notes and stuff. Hit it. All right. All right so um, Taylor eventually gets uh, dumped outside by Arachnaman. There he goes flying out right there. And Morton throws Taylor back in. Morton and Taylor, there's friction during this match. They're not getting along at all. Uh, when he throws Taylor back in, Arachnaman schoolboys Taylor and Arachnaman, Big Josh, and Z-Man win. Um, Taylor leaves the ring and says, I don't need the York Foundation. Uh, York Foundation just lost. But it was non-title. JR did make sure he said that. And then um, JR says, I'm not sure what we're going to do because they got title defenses lined up and contracts signed. So while there's all this friction with these two, um, JR's trying to make it seem like this six-man title matters. And you could have asked me many years ago when this six-man title died, and I would have never thought it went into 91. But it, here here it is. And there's that. Uh, Doc, so, any thoughts on that? So the York Foundation now, without Terry Taylor, and that's like how companies would be if the South won the Civil War. Come on. <laughs> Okay. We started this thing with Mike Rotundo being a stockbroker, Michael Wall Street. Yeah, I forgot about made, that. The tailor made man who he was like looked good in a suit and was put together. And now we're down to Morton and Rich. No, no, no. You're getting things mixed up. He's not the tailor made man yet, actually. He's still just Terrence Taylor. Whatever. But he now becomes we're down a tailor made man. Morton. Who are in the boardroom trying to spit the farthest tobacco down the the conference? Oh, I totally agree. But here's the thing. He's not done yet with the York Foundation, even though him and Ricky are having problems. It's it's not quite over yet. It's it's getting there, but it's not quite over yet. But I agree. I can believe Terrence Taylor as a member of the York Foundation. We started at Rotunda. Tommy Rich and Morton ain't doing nothing but, you know, Counting kilos of cocaine. I mean, what do you want to say? Come on, that's not true. (laughs) They're comparing who's got the most eight balls in the back. I guess I don't. I'm sorry, Ricky. You're a good dude. I met you before. (laughs) My bad. I, but but we know how I feel about 
Tommy Rich. All right, Doc, a- any other thoughts before we keep going? Yeah, because right. we got big things to talk about coming up. We do. We got big things to talk about coming up. So we go to commercial. We come back from commercial, and it is Rick Rude who won the U.S. title at the Clash versus Joey Mags. And Rude does cut a promo before the match. Cut and the fucking music. Not quite that, but I'm going to go to it here as uh, he's uh, grabbing the microphone. Let's see what Rick Rude's got to say. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, out-of-shape, putrid peons, keep the noise down while I take my robe off and give you a good look at the new United States champion. Hit the music. So he's not saying cut the music. He's saying hit the music as he strips down and uh, gives the ladies what they want. All right, Doc, what do you have from this match as we heard a lot of we want sting chants? Yeah, I got a question. Sure. Is Medusa hotter than I remember? I think so. Yeah. You didn't think she was hot? Dark period. I wasn't really paying attention. And then by the time I got involved, she, you know, she might have aged out of my group, you know? Okay. That's nice. Yeah, real nice. Real nice. Okay, continue. What do you have in this match? Not a long one. Quick like it ought to be. Yep. Uh, Rude hits his finisher quickly. And JR couldn't even get through announcing that there's going to be a rematch between Rude and Sting Thanksgiving night at the Omni. Like he's trying to recap kind of what happened at the Clash. And it ends so quick he doesn't even really get to that point. So there was that. All right, Doc. Well, we got some important business to get to here. You know what I'm saying? Coming up shortly in a second. Well... Now, look at these songs. Oh, this is more like it. May the Lord keep you. World's most, World's loved, most Christmas loved Christmas classics. <laughs> that sounds a lot better than whatever it is that you were trying to sell us on earlier. Okay. Our God is an awesome God. <laughs> well, we come back from commercial. and um, Boy, we, see, we just kind of hot shot the whole territory here next. Boy, we do. So I feel anyway. like we gave away like six weeks worth of storylines here in the next five minutes. Well, yeah, let's hit play. It's a little lengthy, but it's worth it. One of the most underrated factions is about to come together. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. I'm here at ringside with the leader of the Dangerous Alliance. I understand, Paul, you have an announcement to make regarding your organization. As everybody knows, the next big night in this sport occurs this Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Omni Battle Stars 91. Now, I was originally going to make this announcement at the Omni, but I understand CNN was going to break the story, and I'm not going to give them the scoop. First of all, the first phase of our hostile takeover of World Championship Wrestling is complete. Please welcome the new United States Heavyweight Champion, Ravishing Rick Rue! Now, Mr. Rude and Ms. 007, Medusa and I, were discussing this. This Thursday night in the Omni, Ravishing Rick Rude will destroy what's left of Sting. 
But you see, Jim Ross, you're a big football fan. Now, if the New York Giants all week long were preparing for the Miami Dolphins, and the NFL said, nah, now you're going to face the Pittsburgh Steelers, would that be fair? No. See, that doesn't happen in any other sport but wrestling. I'll tell you why. Because Jim Hurd and the committees and the board of directors like to give wrestlers the shaft. Two victims of this shaft have come to Rick Rude, Medusa, and I looking for legal advice because WCW says, oh yeah, forget about Barry Windham, we're going to put Ricky Steamboat in the match. And that's why they're no longer the World Tag Team Champions. Please welcome the newest members of the Dangerous Alliance, Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco. Mm. Breaking, isn't it? Now, this Thursday night in the Omni, the rightful world tag team champions, Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco, Ms. 007 Medusa, myself, the chief executive officer of the Dangerous Alliance, and the man that crushed the hopes of all the little stingers ravishing Rick Rude, the United States heavyweight champion, will have the pleasure of watching Flying Brian learn the most stunning wrestling lesson of his life because he will step in the ring with the world's greatest athlete and newest member of the Dangerous Alliance, the world's TV champion, Stunning mm. Steve Austin. God damn. You're sounding quite a lineup here, Paul. It's not a lineup, it's not an army, it's not a stable, and it's not a family. It's an alliance of businessmen who will bring WCW down to its knees. You know, Jim Ross, Lex Luger, Medusa, Rick Rude, and myself were not the only people in on the plan to set up Sting. See, there was a man, very close friend of Sting's. He said, Sting, Go in the ambulance and go to the hospital. You got plenty of time, man. Hey, Sting, if they're going to ring the bell for your match, don't worry about it, Sting. I'll delay the match. Please welcome one of Sting's best friends and a little Stinger himself. Ladies and gentlemen, beautiful Bobby Eaton. Damn. I'm looking at you, and you're starting to sweat. You're starting to say to yourself, Sting and everybody else are in just a little bit of trouble. You see, WCW has had a lot of bodyguards. They've had a lot of hitmen. But they've never had a man that's so disgustingly sick that while another man holds a hand in a car door, that he would be sick enough to crunch that hand with the car door and enjoy the sound of the bone crunching. That's why Larry Zabisco is now being called by us the Cruncher. He's the man that will step in front of the Dangerous Alliance and take care of all our dirty deeds because he's sick enough like Oliver North to do it. In the meantime, I'm going to show you what power is all about. WCW says, hey, no more Barry Windham. In comes Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Want to play that game with us? We're going to play it with you. Jim Ross, let me explain something to you. Between Bobby Eaton and myself, we have held the World Tag Team titles six times. Nobody knows more about tag team wrestling than myself and Bobby Eaton. So in the Omni on Thanksgiving night, we're going to... Here we go. Here we go. Let's keep our composure here, gentlemen. Let's keep our composure here, gentlemen. Keep your hands together now. 
Let me tell you something, squirt. <laughs> Thanksgiving night at the Omni. You bring Anderson down there. You bring Zabisco down there. As a matter of fact, Paulie, you make any substitution that you want because Dustin and I don't care. If you want these belts, you come down there Thanksgiving night and you come get them. All right. Thanksgiving night. Let's keep our composure here. Bobby Eaton and myself will come get them. We're going to take you and you to new heights you never believed imaginable, pal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we still got a big main event still to come. What a night it's going to be in the Omni at 8 o'clock Thanksgiving night. So, Doc, you said something interesting before we went to it. You said uh, they hot-shotted the territory. You want to elaborate on that at all? Well, I just feel like they could have, you know, how long did they, they build up the NWO and then bring somebody else out and bring somebody else out? I know you could argue they brought out too many guys eventually. But the point there is, is like we just brought out a tag team and two individual wrestlers that are all big names. All four guys are big names. That couldn't have taken three, four, five weeks, six weeks, a month, yeah, two months. Right. You don't like, just drop oh, all you draw fours and fucking Uno. Yeah. Draw 50, bitch. Yeah. Ah. Now, that I mean, being said, of, I don't know what you do with this because they're crazy now. That That's that. Yeah. By Where's the way. The weakest link? Zabisco. That, oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, so would you like, we talked about young talent and stars. Zabisco's 39. Damn, he's that young? Arn's 33. Eaton's, ah. 30, Eaton's 33. So they're in their prime, if you really think about it. Rude like they're is 33. 32. Jesus. Medusa's 28. What She's the a, fuck? Austin's, Austin's 26. No, Austin damn. is, okay. And Heyman's 26. Holy shit. So they're not old. like They're not close to old. Right? Like The only one who's really past their prime right there is Zabisco. Now, I as, as I say that, I realize Bobby Eaton had more success before this point. Like, his most successful stuff is technically behind him right now. But from an, from an age standpoint alone, Bobby Eaton is technically in his prime. I mean, you're still a young man with great Hopes ability. You haven't seen your your physical, you know, abilities start to decline at 33 he could still see his dick in the shower oh come on and nobody said that but but you you just ran like when you run those ages off the only person who's past their prime from an age standpoint is zabisco and he just came off of a run with the damn world title a uh, good world one. tag titles yeah a good one what, what are but this is a hell of a faction they put together Dude, i have a f- where is the weak point there isn't. They don't have a weak point. I mean, I mean, even if you, even if you're not a Zabisco fan, he's like a philosopher on the microphone quoting Darwin <laughs> and, and just stupid stuff like that. Like, not that that's dumb, but just uh, he's he's trying to be very cerebral. So anyway, I, yeah, they don't have a weak point, bro. They they are stacked. Now the promo. 
do, do you remember back in the day when people would call somebody squirt like Steamboat did? Yeah. Was that like not the ultimate one of the big insults back in the day? Let me yeah, tell like you something, squirt. Yeah. Hey, squirt. <laughs> I, I, just rem- squirt. I remember when calling someone squirt was a big insult. Now, Hopper uses that term when mm. some unsuspected Minnesota wrecking crew rat squirts oh. on him. <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah, they were the days, huh? <laughs> this is a stacked alliance, though. Tell me about it. Yeah, you ain't lying. I mean, what? Okay, when you look at the other heavy hitters on the roster, I mean, if you're going to form five guys, who do you take out of the Dangerous Alliance? And I think, guess the answer is kind of easy. He's like, well, if you can get Luger in there, you'd take Zabisco out, you know, because that'd be the world champion. But, I mean, outside of that, like, who else would you add that's a singles competitor to that alliance from the people who are already there. Yeah, especially especially who's a heel. Yeah, right. They like to me, they, you got Luger to me. And, uh, yeah, well, they got Luger and they got um uh, technically Hughes. Fine, no. I mean, a heel. I'm I'm just saying. You say what other heels? Yeah, are yeah. I was going to add Cactus Jack. No, nah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Abdullah. No, no, definitely not Abdullah. This, they are stacked, bro. This is this is this is an underrated faction, man. And they don't Very stay together. Underrated. They don't stay together long enough. But I mean, we won't talk about that now because they just got together. But underrated faction for sure. Uh, Harper, you got any other thoughts on all these man, folks? It's just huge. Yeah, it's the land of giants. And they're all, uh, well, they're all Hall of Famers, huh? They should be. I think so. Oh well, no, Bobby Eaton's not. Yeah, if you're t- you're talking about WWE Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, yeah, Eaton Eaton isn't. Should I mean he he should be in any wrestling Hall of Fame? Well, yeah, but, yeah. All right, that was impressive. So we got, man, we got Dangerous Alliance <laughs> greatness coming up. As we close out 91, going to 92. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts on the Dangerous Alliance coming together here? Man, it we got to do something with that because you just gave away a bunch of crap. Yeah. I think the one, if you hadn't seen this before and never knew what was coming, which I guess all of us did know, the one surprise... I guess could maybe be Bobby Eaton because the last time we saw him, he was a baby face. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was already. I mean, look, Rube was already aligned with Paul. For like the most he part. should have been though, sliding under the ring to quote unquote help Sting and then keep putting the boots to him. Yeah, yeah, they could have did. They could have did something with Bobby. Yeah, but I feel like we. One of the reasons why they rushed it and look at this belly to over the belly, belly by Scott. That, Scott that was one of my timestamps. We'll go back yes. to it in a second because I got That's a few right. of them too. Well, and um, did you hear at the beginning when Paulie said that uh, Herd likes to give wrestlers the shaft? Oh, <laughs> you gotta love the subtle stuff they say on commentary. <laughs> shots. Yeah, boy, that was a shot. 
Um, you know who Mr. Hughes looks like? Who? Mr. Hughes? He looks like uh, Uncle Phil in that the episode uh, when he's the uh, the pool shark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring out Big Bertha or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Bring yeah. out Lucille. Lucille, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So we saw that big overhead belly to belly. And then I'm going to go back now because there's a double arm underhook power bomb from Scott Taluga right here. That's getting ready to happen. Uh, we just saw it. We'll see it again. I mean, just damn. Luger sells the piss out of it. Uh, there's another Steiner line to Luger by Scott in a, in a minute. That's impressive. Scott takes a bump over the top rope right here. What other timestamps do you have, Doc? Because one thirty twenty, one thirty twenty. All right. So I got, I got two more before that. Oh, so okay. it's the Steiner Brothers versus Mr. Hughes and Lex Luger, and it is as expected. Power move after power move after power move. These teams are just beating the hell out of each other. Um, here comes the Steiner line. Watch this. Um, Luger sells that. I mean, it, it, now that I'm looking back, it wasn't the greatest, but it was good enough. Um, these hey, these four bastards got in there and started beating on each other at, with intensity. Now, what, what was the timestamp you had, Doc? One thirty twenty. All right, here it comes. Is it? Oh yeah, I know what it is. The power slam. Yeah. That these are impressive. big moves with big men. Yeah, Mr. Then one thirty, and now this get one. up. Now watch. Here comes another one. Yeah, watch this one. Big backdrop. God damn. God. Man. Yep. Let's move Sickle. the beef. Uh-oh. Oldest kid just got home from work. Uh, I heard, of, I heard work. a black kid was breaking in your house. Wow. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Is he home from work? Uh, yeah, he just got home from work. The shoot job blues. Hey, bro, he, he ain't even home in the afternoons no more, man. You got a little girl now. Oh, he's got a little no. girlfriend? Well, fuck, bro. Yeah. He got he's wheels just... and a girlfriend and a part-time job. You tell me what he's doing. He's He's got a car? Yeah. Like his own, yeah. like like it's his well, car. He's not, he's not driving yours around. It's a hand-me-down. I mean, it's, but well, yeah. Bob, it's, bro, it's... Dude, if he's got his own wheels, who gives a fuck if it's, you know? It's right. like a 77 Skylark. He gave right, you exactly. You gave him your Kia? Kia, I had problems with that Kia. Can we get back to the wrestling, please? Because I'm trying to, I'm What's trying to go over this finish. What a, uh, he's gonna do that. Guess what kind of car Mike's kid drives? <laughs> 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 he's got the old Honda Accord we uh we had. Um, Steiner is about to. He's not happy with how that looks, but there's a hardly a better choice. Right, Steiner hits. Hughes with the Bulldog, and they the Steiners win as we're about to go off air. This was a hell of a match for the mm-hmm. final. Like, you know, I got to tell you, they closed this episode perfect. Um, if you really think, they formed the Dangerous Alliance. They go to commercial comeback, and they have these four big bastards beat the piss out of each other for the last seven minutes of the show. I mean, it was really good. Like These teams just... 
I mean, these guys had chemistry, man, and it's Hughes in there, a big old dude, and Steiners are throwing them him around, which ain't easy to do. Uh, Mr. Hughes is underrated in this era, man. He, he, is, really, he, is, he is. He is up there, dude. He is very he, underrated. He is really good in this era and probably doesn't get the credit he deserves. You wanted um, to quit the show. and when we You said when we get to 91, 92, we might have to quit. And look at That us, sounds man. like you because I get messages all the time saying, hey, if Doc really wants to quit, you know, I'd love <laughs> to come in and host. So, hey, man, I'll send a tape. I like wrestling, not like that asshole. Oh, man. All right. Well, you know how it works. Uh, we got to rate it and hand out some Rolexes because that is basically how the show ends. Uh, before we do so, remember, become a patron, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Over, that's probably over 400 plus episodes now on Patreon for you to enjoy. tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt, including the last Clash of the Champions that we did, which was Clash 17, where we're getting up there with these clashes. All right, Doc. Um Let's rate it. What are you going to give it? I don't agree with how they did it, but that was so huge, and there were some good matches in here. Man, I'm going all out for wrestling. I'm giving this an A+. Plus. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to give it an A+, plus as well. I give it an A. I mean, nothing's perfect. <laughs> oh, listen to this. Yes, there is. There's something perfect. Your tardiness. It's perfect. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Uh, I got to switch yeah. now. Okay, so me and Doc gave it an A+. Plus. Harper gives it an A. So we got to get up the Rolex now. Doc, what are you going to do with that one? Bruh. Who gets it? I mean, this is one of those ones where you just kind of got to give it to the dangerous Alliance being formed. I, I mean, you can't separate that. Well, I mean, maybe you can, you know, Arn, you know, said a hell of a statement. He's like, between me and Bobby Eaton, we've got, we've held the world tag belt six times. I mean, that's kind of strong, but I, I don't know how you give it to an individual. I think it's got to be the formation of the dangerous Alliance. That's who I'm giving it to. What about you? Then again, if you gave it to one of the Steiners the way they were throwing around Hughes in that main event, you wouldn't be wrong either. Well, and and the Southern boys and the Pistols and the Freebirds got after it. Yeah. Okay, so who are you going to give it to? Uh, I'm going to give it to Paulie for putting together the alliance. All right, before I go to Harper, look at this power slam one more time on Mr. Hughes. Damn. Bro, watch uh, do the, when he does the back body drop. It's all yeah. Hughes. Is this it coming up? What, oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, damn, Dude, That was bro. great. He took that so good. Mm. He's underrated in this era. Mm-hmm. We're not arguing with you. We came to celebrate right. diversity and wrestling. You that's know what? Right. Hopper, you didn't give out your Rolex. Who are you giving yours to? I'm giving mine to Jimmy Garvin's steroid dealer. Damn right. <laughs> Fuck. Give me some of that shit. Man, do you realize how long he had to like abstain after that before he could get a job at United being a pilot? Yeah, I forgot he was a pilot. Commercial pilot. 
This is Captain Jimmy Garford speaking. It's not, it's can you imagine? Not my fault. Can, can you imagine being on a plane? <laughs> Here's a better question, Mike. You're on a plane, and a pro wrestler says he's the captain. Are you asking to get off the plane? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Here's why. Precious comes down the aisle spraying the spray. <laughs> Here's yeah, why. <laughs> Here's why. We've watched all those tales from the territories. Ninety percent of them, it felt like hit a a a freaking wrestler or a friend of a wrestler was flying a plane, and it never seemed to go well. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that shit was like fucking uh, launch pad from Ducktales trying to land the fucking plane. <laughs> so they all sound like horrible situations. It is like. How did these motherfuckers get a license? Well, I can't believe that they all didn't die on the two lane highways in the, in the United States in the seventies. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. While they're drinking that, and driving, yes, d- yes, dude, that's night, the one. Deer and two things. One, we had our our pilot patron David C. David Chauvin. He he helped me and Doc out with some of these flight stories that were told on Tales from the Territories. And let's just say it probably was a little bit of embellishment and some, you know, hyperbole added to these stories. Uh, we got plenty of clarification from him when we covered those on Patreon. So, but the second thing, when it comes to driving, I've driven many of those Mid-South two-lane roads that you hear these guys talk about. It is a miracle that more people didn't die on the road because I wasn't drinking, but there are spots in Mississippi on these two lane roads where you're going to like loose stale Mississippi, which is nowhere. Oh, Mississippi. That sounds horrible. And there's like a 10 foot drop on both sides, 15 foot drop. And, or, or just even some of the highways in Louisiana, the two lanes, bruh, like you can't see nothing it's dark and this was in the late 90s so i can only imagine the the mid 80s no thank you i'm with doc and both of y'all how did like the fact that there weren't more wrestler deaths driving to buildings i realized there were some but the fact that there weren't more will forever amaze me and on that note it's a real downer right doc yeah yeah, man, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to bring us down. We were flying right. high with A's and A pluses. But I am not getting in a plane with a wrestler, <laughs> especially you no know, one of them single engine gimmicks. <laughs> no. no, I mean you sit down on a on a six seat across three and three United Air Airlines flight out of DFW wherever to. I don't know, New Orleans. And over the thing comes, this is your captain, Jimmy Gar- James Garvin speaking. Are you asking off the plane? Bro, I, I would be too busy laughing just hearing. <laughs> this is a rib. This is a yeah. rib. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're at 30,000 feet and he's screaming out, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Dude, if if, if that came over to the, the intercom 
and Precious did come down the aisle with the spray, <laughs> I would be like, I already died because there's no way this is true. This is this is not happening. I'm dead already. I'm for sure dead. We're <laughs> Precious spray, dude. Well, you know we didn't put that over enough back when we covered that because she, she's just spraying that shit everywhere. And, he, and all he keeps saying is not my fault. And I never forget Harper. Harper's talking about when Precious is is uh, is taking his like his like get up off, and Harper's like he looks yeah. like a kid that's about to take a bath and is telling his mama, 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 I poo pooed, I poo pooed. <laughs> we didn't put that over enough back then, man. We re- we really didn't. But I, I would die if I was on that plane and that happened, I, or I would think I was already dead for sure. It's not my fault. Okay. All right. Uh, Doc, anything else before we uh, get ready to get out of here? We got to see what they do with this. But, I mean, everybody was uh, motivated tonight, including us. And uh, there you go. We got to see what they do with it. And uh, before we get out of here, and I throw it to Harper, we need you to uh, reach out to Heart Body Harper for – uh, video shout out, life advice, relationship advice, or if you want them to cut a promo on family members or friends that you hate and can't stand, email Hopper, Chris Hopper, 16 Wildcat with AK at gmail.com. And then PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. When you email him, be very descriptive on what you want in your video shout out, relationship advice, or if he's cutting a promo on someone, tell him what you want. And uh, make sure you PayPal him that 20 bucks and he will cut that video for you. All right, y'all. It is just about time to get out of here. We have uh, rode that horse, and we're about to put it. We've up done it again. Yeah, we we we. What do you mean again? We do it all. We're the best. Okay, best right. damn podcast there is. All right. Humble too. Ah, yeah, of course. All right, Doc. Um, I'll throw it to Harper. Harper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fucking biatch.